Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us give thanks unto the Lord. Let us worship him. Let us glorify the name of the Lord. Our Father, we just want to say thank you in the name of Jesus. We are grateful, Lord. We thank you for this time. We thank you for bringing us together. We thank you for making us to be at your presence at this time. Thank you, Lord, because you have filled us with your presence also. We are grateful, Lord. Let all praise, let all glory be unto you in the name of Jesus. Father, O oh Lord, we want to hear your word. Father, we pray that you speak to us in the name of Jesus. Not my word, Father, but your word. That is what we want to hear. Speak to our hearts. Speak to us in the name of Jesus. Send your word that we deliver our word that we heal us. Send your word that will set us free from all our captivities. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the praise. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Forever I will sing. I will sing. I will sing. Of the mercies of the Lord, forever I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. With my mouth will I make known your faithfulness, your faithfulness with my mouth. Will I make known your faithfulness to all generations? I will sing of the mercy of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Praise the Lord. We give God praise. Our God is. Let us open our Bible to Psalm 23, Psalm 23, Psalm 23, verse 1, Psalm 23, verse 1. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. This is a very, very popular scripture that those of us uh, who were in school during my time have to recite this in our assembly every morning as uh, our prayers before we go into the class. It is a very, very important, it is very, very popular with us. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And I want to thank God that the Spirit of God is one. I could hear when my brother was singing, he was mentioning about the shepherdness of the Lord. 
I just want to give God praise because this is his will for us today, that we understand what he, what he wants us to know concerning being a shepherd. Praise the Lord. This word, the word, the Lord is my shepherd, is very, very important. And he concluded it by saying, I shall not want. Which means, because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall lack nothing. Because the Lord is my shepherd, nothing shall be impossible for me. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. That is to say, the supplies, my supply will be above my needs. Even it will even surpass my wants. Praise the Lord. Those of us who did a little of economics, we understand that want is unlimited, but need is limited. But David is making us to understand that because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That is beyond my need, my Lord is going to supply because the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. That is to say, because of the kind of shepherd I have, I shall not want. I shall not be in need because the Lord will supply all my needs. He's able to supply all my needs. Praise the Lord. That is who my shepherd is. In Psalm 121, verse 1 says, I will look up unto the hills, where cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the maker of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth. That is our version of this word that says, the Lord is my shepherd. That is to say that I look unto is the maker of the heaven and earth is the maker of the heaven and earth. He shall supply my need. Paul said, the Lord will supply all your needs. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, say, the Lord will supply all your needs. He capped it up by saying, according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. That is to say, the Lord will supply all your needs might be an understatement. But because he's going to supply all your needs according to his riches, according to the glory of our Lord Jesus, then it makes a lot of meaning that your need will surely be supplied because Jesus is sufficient, sufficient in all. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd is a powerful assurance for the sheep of the Lord. They shall not lack because God cares for them. The maker of the heaven and the earth is their provider. That is the reason why they will not lack. They don't have to worry over any lack or completely put their trust on the Lord. What they just need to do is to completely put their trust in the Lord. 
is to follow the Lord, is to do what the Lord says. And because of that, they don't need to think of anything. They don't need to think of tomorrow. They don't need to be anxious of anything because the Lord is their provider. The Lord is their supplier. Praise the Lord. They recognize the voice of the Lord and they follow as instructed. This is the sheep. These are the ones that belong to the fold of our Lord Jesus Christ. They, 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 they understand the voice. They hear the voice and they follow. They are afraid of any evil, even when they walk in the valley of shadow of death. Praise the Lord. David also went further to say in verses of that Psalm 23, he says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. All because Jesus is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I will, not, I will not settle for anything less because the Lord is my shepherd. In verse 4, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Amen. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Even though I see evil around me like soldiers, like, 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 uh, like as many as bees used to be in the heights, I will not be afraid because I know who my shepherd is. I will not be afraid because I know the one who watches over me. That is what he said. He said, because thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I will not be afraid. Nothing will make me shaking. Anything that comes around me is not enough to shake me because I know who my shepherd is. Let somebody shout hallelujah. In John chapter 10, in John chapter 10, verse 27 and verse 28, John chapter 10, verse 27 and 28. We are going to do a lot of scriptures in John chapter 10 today. It says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Praise the Lord. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. They hear my voice and they follow me. Praise the Lord. Your shepherd depicts your assurance. That is to say, whoever is your shepherd determines the kind of assurance that you have. Is the one that dictates the kind of assurance that you have. This shepherd of yours is the one that will take care of your needs. Is the one that will take care of your needs. 
He's the one that will fight for you in the day of your trouble. So your shepherd is something that you must carefully select. Who is my shepherd? Who should I hear his voice and follow? Who should I put my trust on? Praise the Lord. Who should, my, who should I put my trust? Who should I put my trust? Who should I follow? It's a matter of something that you must carefully select. You must carefully determine because you should know the capacity. Sometimes we don't know what is coming. We don't know how to prepare against it. But in as much as you understand that this life is very deep, is deeper than what you can imagine or what that can come into your senses, you must be able to understand that you need a shepherd that is equal to the task. You need a shepherd that is equal to the task. The picture that is in my head is the picture that I have when I was when I was little. The, the Jehovah Witness used to have a book of pictures for children where Jesus was carrying a lamb on his neck. That is the picture that I have in my head. Jesus being a good shepherd. He loved his sheep to the extent that some of them he would need to carry them. He will need to put them on his shoulder. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Who will take care of your needs? This life or probably in heaven, as the case may be. This will determine your obedience. This will determine your strength. And this will determine your weakness. This will also determine what you endure and what your obedience or allegiance will be praise the lord who is your shepherd who are you putting your trust in praise the lord some people what they have made their shepherd is food security money power and fame this is what they have made their shepherd that if i have food if i have money if I have power, it means there is nothing that I will need anymore. I will not be in want of anything. But I want to tell you that is not the case. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Food, money, power, and fame is not sufficient. That is why Jesus responded to the enemy. Jesus responded to Satan when Satan brought all this before him. Satan brought all this before him, thinking that as men think, that is how Jesus will also think. That if I give him food, if I, if I give him power and give him money and wealth and fame, then he will lose focus of who his shepherd is. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. After fasting for 40 days and nights, the devil came with all these things to tempt Jesus. 
but Jesus rejected them all. One reason today is because they are not sufficient. That is not sufficient. Praise the Lord. That is not all sufficient because they are mere illusions. The offer definitely take care of all the need of man on earth. Some of the need of man on earth, but not in heaven. Praise the Lord. This, is, this illusion is what the devil is using to direct many people today to allow his victim, not to allow his victim to remember what they are gaining or what they are losing. Praise the Lord. In Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 11, we see, we, 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 we see the story of Jesus where Satan came to tempt him. The first thing Satan brought to him, which convinced or which confused so many people today, is the issue of food. Is the issue of food. And right there, right there, Jesus made him to understand. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. Because bread alone cannot satisfy your needs. Bread alone cannot make cannot 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 make you satisfied. So you must the only thing that can satisfy you is the word. Every word that comes from the mouth of God. He says, Then was Jesus led up to the spirit in the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the temper came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. These stones be made bread. Some people are being led astray today because of food. Come here, we will give you food. If you follow me, you will, no, you will no longer be hungry. Will you have more than enough? Like the rich fool that feed his barn and say, let my soul marry because I have so much to eat and to drink. The Bible says that same night, the man's soul was required of him. Praise the Lord. So Jesus answered. Jesus answered. He said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered in verse 4 and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. By every word. Let, let food not be your shepherd. Let food not be your shepherd. Let food not command, let food only not command your allegiance. Let food only not determine what you obey and what you don't obey. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Then in verse 5, then the devil take him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of of the temple and said unto him if thou be the son of god cast, cast thyself down for it is written he shall give his angels charge 
concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. In thy hand he shall bear thy thy thee up, so that you will not dash your foot against the stone. Praise the Lord. This is a replica of the kind of power that so many people are pursuing today, that if I have the power, if I have this power, if I have that power, then I will be sufficient. It is not enough. Let us hear what Jesus told him. Let us hear what Jesus told him. Amen. Amen. Jesus said unto him, it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. It is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Power on this earth is not enough. Having power to even fly when you are supposed to be put by gravity is not enough. It's not enough to secure you here on earth and in heaven. Then above it all, the devil taketh him up in verse 8 into a sitting high mountain and showed him all kingdom of the earth and the glory of them and said unto him, All these things I will give to thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Praise the Lord. Him only shalt thou serve. This is what the world is pursuing today. I want to be the president of the world. I want to be top here. I want to be there. I want to be up here. I want to be up there. But it is not sufficient. Praise the Lord. It is not sufficient to be uh, to, it is not sufficient for you to survive. If you have all the power, if you have everything you have, there is a comedian I know when I was small. He was making people to laugh. But when he, when he died, died out of the, he died of depression. My question was, if this man is so good in making people to laugh, why was he not able to amuse himself? Praise the Lord. What I'm trying to say is that all these things, having the powers, having the fame, is not sufficient. It's not sufficient at all. And I'm very sure all this put together is what David has also looked into and said, the only time and the time I will not have need the only time that all my need can be met is when the lord of lord the king of king is my shepherd let somebody shout hallelujah amen amen sometimes we do think the locate at the location that we want to be if we are in that, that location all our need will be met like so many people are running to the Western world today, 
many people are running here and there. They are doing all things, falsifying papers, falsifying all sorts of things. They want to be where? They want to be in that location. But most time, it is not the location. The location is not enough. It's not enough. Praise the Lord. Let us remember the story of Elimelech and Naomi. The story of Elimelech and Naomi. In the land of Bethlehem, there was a famine. There was a famine. One of, uh, one of our brother was reading yesterday and he talked about uh, Isaac, that the Lord told Isaac not to leave the land of Barak. Isaac has it in mind that, oh, I will go to Egypt. He said, no, don't leave the land where you are. Praise the Lord. Because Isaac obeyed, Isaac sowed in the land and Isaac reaped hundred foods. Isaac reaped hundred foods. And Isaac went ahead to, to say that the Lord has made room for us. Praise the Lord. That is, the Lord has enlarged our coast because he obeyed the Lord. He was about to move. He was about to move to Egypt. Only God knows what would have happened to him there. The story of Elimelech and Naomi made us to understand the location actually does not satisfy. The location that we are pursuing is not enough. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Naomi and Elimelech with his two sons left Bethlehem of Judah and went to the land of the Moabites because there was famine. They felt that, oh Lord, they felt that in the land of Moabites where there is a lot of food, they will be secured, not knowing that that is not what God has planned for them. In Ruth chapter 1, from verse 1 to 17, you will see the story there. Let me read from verse 1. Now, in the case to pass in the days when the judge ruled, that there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab, Moab so in, this, in the country of Moab. He and his wife and his two sons, and the name of the, the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the name of his two sons, Malon and Chilion. Ephratites of Bethlehem, Judah, and they came into the country of Moab. Within 10 years in that land, Naomi has lost the husband and he has lost the two sons. Praise the Lord. They were looking for food security, but they never understood that their life was not secured. That their life was not secured. That is what I want you to understand today. You might be looking and saying, oh, if I get to this place, if I get to that, if, I, if the Lord does not lead you, you are putting so many other things into risk. Like Elimelech and Naomi put the husband and the son's life into risk. Praise the Lord. 
praise the Lord. Then I want to mention and want to make you to understand this is actually where I am going today. The good shepherd. Praise the Lord. Make the good shepherd your shepherd. Let Jesus be your shepherd. The first question is, who is this good shepherd? Who is this good shepherd? Praise the Lord. In John chapter 10, John chapter 10, verse 11 to 15, Jesus made us to understand, I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. The, the book of, of Psalm Pastor, we could not hear you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, Pastor. Yeah. Sorry, there was some internet uh, disruption. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, 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 Pastor. Okay, Pastor. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, thank you very much. Praise the Lord. So what I'm saying here is that the Lord is my shepherd and he is the good shepherd every one of us that is the calling that we we have today that let god be our good shepherd amen let him be our shepherd in john chapter 10 from verse 11 to 15 jesus made us to understand that he is the good shepherd. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life to the sheep. But the hireling, who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming, leave the sheep and flee. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatter them. Praise the Lord. Jesus is the good shepherd. Amen. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Like my question is, who is this good shepherd? Hallelujah. 
Who is this good shepherd? He is the maker of the universe. In Genesis chapter, 20, uh, chapter 1, verse 26, he says, The God said, Let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the flesh of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creep on the earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Then God said, let us make man. Who was he referring to? Then let us see John chapter 1 from verse 1. He says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. That is to say, this good shepherd is the creator of the whole universe. So when the psalmist says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The psalmist quite understand what he is saying. That the owner of the world, the one who spoke everything into being, is the one who watches over me. Why should I worry? What is the thing that I need that he cannot provide? Praise the Lord. What is the thing that I need he cannot provide? In, he also makes us to understand in Psalm 80 verse 1. In Psalm 80 verse 1, it says, Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who led Joseph like a flock, you who dwell between the kerim, shine forth, praise the Lord. He led Joseph. He led Israel like a flock through the wilderness. He provided for them. According to history, six million, six million Jews, six million Jews, men only, not women and children, left Egypt. Praise the Lord. He fed them throughout 40 years in the wilderness. The Bible says their sandals were not even too short for them. Their clothes were not, were not old. You can imagine somebody wearing a particular cloth for 40 good years, and that cloth is not on. You know that something else has happened. That is how God led all the Israelites through the wilderness like a sheep. Praise the Lord. So he, the one that led Israelite like a sheep in the wilderness. Praise the Lord. He's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. He fed 5,000 men and women with just two fishes and five loaves of bread. In Luke chapter 9 from verse 12 to 17. He fed, he fed 5,000 men without women and children in the wilderness. So that is to say, he's able to feed you. He's able to eat food is your concern. The Lord is able to feed you. He's able to feed 5,000 without any, any pre-plan. Then who are you? How many are you that he's not able to feed? 
praise the Lord. Amen. He calmed the regency. He's able to calm the regency. Whatever storm, whether the one that has been known or the one that is yet to be known, he's able to calm it. He's able to calm whatever storm, whatever storm that might come your way, that might come my way, he's able to calm the raging storm. Praise the Lord. I'm just trying to make it quick. Um, I have jumped so many, but you can see it in this slide. I'm on, I'm on number seven now. He calm, he calm the raging, he calm the raging sea. In Mark chapter four, verse 39. And he rose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Whatever, whatever turbulence, that might be in your life. If the Lord is your shepherd, that turbulence must surely be calm because the Lord is able to calm whatever turbulence. Praise the Lord. He raised the dead. That is to say, he is able to raise everything that is dead in your life. It is not only that he's able to make you rich or he's able to give you food or he's able to stop every turbulence in your life. He's also able to make whatever is dead in your life or whatever the enemy has put to death in your life, he's also able to make, him, make it come back to life. Praise the Lord. He's able to make it come back to life. In John chapter 11, the story of Lazarus, John chapter 11, from verse 43 to 44. And when he does has spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, comfort. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his faces was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto him, lose him and let him go. Praise the Lord. He's able to make, he's able to make whatever is dead in your life to come to life. Whatever has been satisfied dead in your life, he's able to make it to come to life. That is who this good shepherd is. I will say one, one more about the good shepherd. He is the fourth man in the fire. In Daniel chapter 3, in Daniel chapter 3, verse 25. In Daniel chapter 3, verse 25. Nebuchadnezzar said, look, he said, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of fire, and they are not fought. And the, fourth of the, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. The form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. The form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Whatever fire that 
your situation depicts, he is able to come into the fire and make the fire not to have effect over your life. That is who this shepherd is. That is who this shepherd is. Praise the Lord. He is able to come into whatever fire and make the fire not to have effect over your life. He's able. Mekaride Shataria. He's able. He's able in the name of Jesus. He's able to make sure the fire that you find yourself is not able to have effect over your life. Praise the Lord. Because he is the good shepherd. Let somebody shout hallelujah. But there is something that I want you to understand. We talked about the good shepherd. Amen. We talked about the good shepherd. But I want you to know the good shepherd knows his sheep. Everybody is not the shape of the good shepherd. Everybody is not the sheep of the good shepherd. You are the one who have to determine whose fold, whose fold do you belong? Whose fold is going to take over you or whose fold is going to take care of you? Like I said in the introduction, I made us to understand that the, for it is the good shepherd Praise the Lord. I make us to understand that it is your who, the fold you belong that will determine your assurance, that will determine who take care of your needs. It is the fold you belong that will take care of that. And it will determine your obedience. Praise the Lord. It will determine your obedience. It will determine your strength and your weakness. And it will determine what you endure and what your obedience will be. Even your allegiance, it is your shepherd, who you have made your shepherd that determine all this around you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Then with this, how do we know if, if, if we belong to the good shepherd, if we belong to the fold of the good shepherd. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If we belong to the fold of the good shepherd, how do we know? How do we know that we belong to the fold of the good shepherd? How do we know? Praise the Lord. The first thing that will give you assurance that the Lord is your shepherd is that you know him, praise the Lord. You know this good shepherd. The Bible says, my sheep know me. They hear my voice and they follow me. They hear my voice and they follow me, praise the Lord. In the wilderness, there used to be where they call sheep folds. There used to be where it is called sheep food. All the shepherds at night 
will take their sheep to that uh, location and they will keep their sheep together. So the only way that sheep can be separated is by the voice of the shepherd. So when the shepherd goes to the gate of that sheep folds, he will make a sound. And that sound, all the sheep that belong to that sound will be the only sheep that will leave the fold and they will follow the shepherd. Praise the Lord. They will be the only sheep that will leave the fold. They will follow the shepherd. The first thing that makes you to know that you belong to the fold of Jesus is that you know him. You know him and you recognize his voice. You don't only know him, you recognize his voice and you also obey his voice. John chapter 10 verse 27, say my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me, praise the Lord. And I know them. In first John chapter 50, I mean, in first John chapter five verse 20, First John chapter 5, verse 20 says, And we know that the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. And we are in him that is true, even his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Praise the Lord. We, we, you, we know him. First of all, you need to know him. If you know Jesus, that is an assurance that he is your what? He is your shepherd. Then followed by, you follow his voice. You are obedient to his word. That is when he can exercise to be a good shepherd over your life. Praise the Lord. Amen. They will not follow another except Jesus. They will not follow another. They will hear the other sound. The noise around will not distract them. They will not be anxious. They will not jump out of the window at another sound. The only sound that matters to them is the sound of Jesus. Hebrew chapter 11 verse 35. Hebrew chapter 11, verse 35. Praise the Lord. So women receive their dead raised to life again. Other we are tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Praise the Lord. This verse of the word was carefully chosen for you to know it is not sometimes easy to stay put and say, I will not follow another. I will not follow another. You could be tortured. Something could happen that will make you to say, no, I think this other way is easier. I think to follow this voice is better. He says, women receive their dead raised to life again. Other we are tortured 
not accepting deliverance. That is to say, they were giving the kind of deliverance that is not of Jesus, but they refused it. They prefer to be tortured so that they will have the better resurrection. Still, other hard trials of mocking. Yes, mocking could come into, into the play. Scourging, yes, of chain and imprisonment. Of chain and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sown into two. They were tempted. We are slain with sword. They wandered about in sheep in sheepskins and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented. Like I said earlier, this verse is carefully chosen for you to understand that sometimes it is not easy to say, Jesus is my shepherd. But above all, I want you to understand, if Jesus is your shepherd, you can go to sleep and go and rest because he will take care of you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You must be ready to accept the yoke of Jesus. You must be ready to accept the yoke of Jesus. Most of my time, you must be ready to accept the yoke of Jesus. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, Paul said that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Be made conformable unto death. Praise the Lord. You see the knowing we are talking about. Not only knowing him because of bread and butter. Not only knowing him because he will provide for us. The Bible says we should also go to that extent of knowing him. Knowing him. Knowing the power of his resurrection. And also the fellowship of his suffering. Praise the Lord even made conformable unto death. Let somebody shout hallelujah. That I might know him. That I might know him. I want you to understand. I want you to understand that you have to know him and you have to follow him. You have to know him. You have to follow him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. The calling today, and the reason I've gone through all this, is for you to understand that Jesus is calling, that he wants to be your shepherd. There are so many things going around us today that except the Lord is your shepherd, I don't see how you will be at rest. I don't see how you will be at peace. But those who are of God, those who are the sheep of God, they will be at peace because the Lord is their shepherd. There is only one thing that the Lord is calling you to do today. He's telling you to, to know him and to surrender to him with the whole of your heart and your soul and your strength and your mind. That is what he wants from you to become his disciple.
disciples. And above all, he will be your shepherd. I've enumerated it. I've made it so clear to you that he has the capacity. He has the ability. He has the power. He has the technical know-how. Praise the Lord. He has all this. He has all this and is able to meet all your needs. To the extent you will say, I have no want, according to Psalm 23, verse 1. Praise the Lord. All he wants from you is to surrender. If you want to be his sheep today, surrender to him. Surrender to him and he will be your shepherd. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 36. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek, I am lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Praise the Lord. Take the yoke of Jesus, which is easy, and his burden, which is light, and become his disciple today. And definitely, he will be your shepherd. Praise the Lord. He will be your shepherd. Quickly, we will do some two, uh, one or two prayers. I want you to talk to God and say, Father, let me be your sheep. I want to be your sheep. I want you to be my shepherd. Begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God. Help me to put my full trust in you. Help me to put my trust in you. In the name of Jesus, deliver me from all the confusion of unbelief. I want you to talk to God. Deliver me from all the confusion of unbelief. And above all, this good shepherd is able, is able. If this good shepherd is your shepherd, then you have the assurance of heaven. You have the assurance of heaven. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, I would have told you. If it were not so, I would have told you. So the good shepherd is also able to assure you of your life after death, which is your life in heaven. So this shepherd is able. The Bible says he's seated at the right hand of God. That is who your shepherd is. He's seated at the right hand of God. Thank you, my brother. In John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If you are not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Begin to talk to God. Father, come into my heart. I'm surrendered to you. I want to be your sheep. Father, be my shepherd in the name of Jesus. Be my shepherd in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give God praise. In Jesus' name. We have prayed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.